Episode 16, Simmer Simma. Got Varble with me. How you doing, Varble? I've been better. You've been better? What's yeah. wrong? A uh, bit of a cold. A cold? We did not cancel an episode of Tim and Simma for a cold. What's really going on? No, that's what it is. Oh, I thought you had the flu. No, I just had a terrible sore throat and I can barely swallow. And I was sweating and headache. Well, that right. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. So, uh, I actually heard that you're doing a challenge for this new year. I am. Tell us about the challenge. All right. Well, I'm a fan of a podcast called Doug Loves Movies. I I love that podcast as well. Yeah. And uh, the last couple of years, uh, let's see, 2014, no, 2015 was the year he did it, where Doug went through and he watched a movie a day for the entire calendar year. I remember that. And then in 2016, he challenged the users or the listeners to do it. And he's also continuing the challenge today for this year. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I decided I'd finally jump in and give it a try. Because I like movies and there's a bunch that I haven't seen. So this way it'll give me a chance to catch up on some stuff. Of course. So uh, I guess, what, we're four days in. Yeah. What four movies have you watched? I've watched Super. Oh, with uh, Rain Wilson and... Mm-hmm. Um, Page? Yeah. How fucked up was that? Very. I it didn't is, really like it as much as I thought I would. I, me too, but it's like crazy. Like, it's fucked up and yes, like it's interesting. Like super realistic. But, yeah, yeah it's definitely but like... But also, like, goofy and out there. So. Right, definitely. Um, And then on the second day, I saw Iron Giant. Iron Giant? I, Josh told me you watched that. How was it? Uh, it's really good, actually. I never uh, saw it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it's a kids movie, so you gotta kind of you know watch it through that lens. But it's a kids movie, but it's a it's a cult favorite. I hear yeah, a lot yeah. of people still talk about it to this day. Yeah, so. it was really well done. I almost teared up a little bit at the end. It had some emotion to it. Okay. It really makes you feel for the characters. It's it was good. And then the third night, watched Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. You told me about that one too. How was that? Uh, really excellent. Excellent? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. McConaughey and Leto both definitely deserve their acting Oscars for that year. Awesome. It was a really good movie. And then last night, uh, I was kind of looking for something kind of short, so I was going through some horror movies because most of those aren't very long. Okay. And found one on Netflix that I'd heard a little bit about called Hush. Hush? Yeah. Have you heard of that? I don't think I have. Okay. It just came out last year. It's one of the Blumhouse productions. Okay. So it's yeah. like a independent mm-hmm. horror film. Yep. Only, like, two characters, basically, for most of the movie. Okay. Uh, it's about a girl who lives out in, like, the woods, basically, like a, a cabin kind of thing, all by herself. All right. And she happens to be deaf. She lost her hearing at the age of 13. Oh, and, wow. And um, it starts out, her friend comes over, and they're talking and stuff, and then literally, like, ten minutes into the movie, the friend is outside, gets stabbed to death. And there's a killer outside the house, and he just stalks her for the entire rest of the movie. Oh my god, that's and awesome! She, she's deaf, so like you see it from her point of view with like no sound, you know, for like different stretches of the movie. Oh, that's so terrifying! It's like a really unique twist to it. You know? Yeah. You know, kind of shaking up the horror genre a little bit. And yeah, it's it's one of the most suspenseful movies I've seen in a long time. I was like edge of my seat for okay. like almost the entire hour and twenty six minutes. Nice. And it was very good. I'd recommend it. All right, awesome. I'll have checked out. I have a friend, uh, a co-worker, actually, that recommended a movie on Netflix called The Invitation. Okay. Uh, so if you're ever looking for a movie on a day, uh, he recommended it pretty well. Okay. Um, so did you watch one for today yet? No, not yet. What are you going to watch? Uh, I'm not real sure yet. Not real sure? Okay. 
flip around and see what catches my eye, Connor. And uh, I don't know, you guys don't really know this story, but I'm going to go ahead and tell it real quick. So about, what, seven years ago? Six? Probably six. Six years ago. Uh, when did the town come out? Actually? That's what I was going to check. Yeah. Go ahead and continue. Whenever the town came out, I fell in love with this movie. I thought it was an excellent movie. It was Ben Affleck's comeback, basically, because he directed it, acted and wrote it. So it was a big deal, and I loved everything about it. And I told Barbo about it, and he's like, oh, man, that sounds awesome. I'm like, I got DVD. Do you want to borrow it? He's like, sure. So I, as I built it up to him, I realized that I also now want to watch it again. And uh, months went by, and every time I talked to Barbo, I was like, hey, have you watched Italian yet? And he's like, no, not yet. And uh, I think I was kind of get probably a little irritating with him because I, I kept saying it every time. We hung out, but whatever, you know. So the film was released on DVD in December of 2010. Okay, so six years ago. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so I lent it to him, and then Christmas rolls around, and I'm like, you know what? I really want my copy of the town back. I'm just gonna go ahead and buy him a copy of the movie, and let him borrow it or have it for Christmas, so I can have my copy back and watch it again. So I did just that. So I expected that he would actually watch it after I bought it. <laughs> You're Christmas. funny. You know, I thought you would, but uh-huh. uh, a year went by, and I was like, hey, have you watched the town yet? And he's like, I have not. And I'm like, oh, my God, I bought that for you. I uh, Another year went by, I looked at his DVD shelf, and there it was, still in the plastic, yep. untouched. So it actually got so far that he just decided never to watch it. It just drove you so crazy. I just, I just love that seeing that fire in your eyes when you come over and it's prominently displayed on my shelf, still in its wrapper. <laughs> it really did drive me crazy too because I, I really think you're gonna love the movie. But I might, yeah. It's been so long now that I literally could care less if you love the movie at this point. You have broken me. You won this battle. All right. However, he asked me. Or he actually told me I didn't even have a choice. Yeah. What movie? Because he's having all his friends suggest movies that he watched that he hadn't seen before for this challenge. And that's the movie that he picked for me because it has to happen. It's been years in the making. It has been, what year did you say again? 2010. 2010. So it's been six years in the making. Yeah. Movie came out in September. DVD came out in December. So That's pretty fast. Yeah. Fast turnaround. Well, then, actually, it's been five years, because I, I bought it for you the next Christmas. I didn't buy it for you that Christmas. Okay. I didn't spend $20 on you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Whoa. Let, let's be honest here. I, I bought that movie for, like, five bucks on, in a discount bin. Okay, well, I mean, it's only been five years, then, so I'm still in the clear. You're maybe, not in the clear. I bought should... a movie for you, and it's been five years. Maybe we should wait for next year's challenge. No, this it's this year. year's challenge. You said I got picked. I'm picking the town. Well, maybe we can compromise. We aren't compromising. You're watching it. All right. Well, either way, if you don't want to wait until our next episode to find out what I've been watching, I have been reviewing each movie on Twitter after I watch it. Oh, really? So, and what's your Twitter? It's at BigGuyACV. At Twitter, or at BigGuyACV. Yes, at Twitter, at BigGuyACV. <laughs> and I'm at USAKid6977 on Twitter. And that doesn't matter for anything. You don't tweet. I don't tweet yet, but maybe I'll start. Oh, really? Okay. I'm getting a. Are you going to review my reviews? 
Maybe I will. Okay. I'm getting an Apple Watch Friday, and I'm going to try to make myself more efficient with stuff with that watch. Uh-huh. So maybe tweeting will be part of it. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe that would get more people to listen to the podcast if I tweet a little bit. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, and also, our podcast is at Tim and Sin, even though we haven't tweeted one thing there. Oh, good job. You know, well, you're, you're part of it, too. I have no idea what the password is. I could tell you. You could ask, and I could tell you. And you could sign up on it, and you could tweet all the time. But you never ask, so I'm never going to tell you. Okay. Fair enough. Are you ready for It's a Wonderful Life? Minutes 50 through 60. I guess. You guess. You're still not liking it, huh? This is a long setup for this. Because we still haven't gotten to the point of the movie. I at least know the bare basics of this movie. And we are not there yet. Well, I gotta tell you, this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie that we watched. Okay. Just because it's so, like... We'll we'll get to it. Okay. So, the last we saw, they were at uh, Mary's house. Mm Mm-hmm. They were embracing. They were next to each other, like, face-to-face. They were hugging. And uh, I guess this is when George realized that he loved Mary or just went along with it. And right away, we get into kisses. He's kissing her face, her cheek, whatever. And then they kind of they kiss a little bit, but not much, which I apparently spoiled last week. I don't think I spoiled it. You did. I think almost everyone has watched this movie at some point. You're just one that hasn't. Is this part of your challenge? Does this count as a... It does not. Okay. Because I started watching it last year. All right. Fair enough. I just wanted to know. So, uh, all of a sudden, they're married. Yeah. It literally jumps like, we don't know how long. It could be the next day. It could theoretically be the next day, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's been like a year. Really? Maybe two. Two? Maybe. Wow. Marriage is very sacred during this time. People did not usually get married like that. It, it was usually like a relationship. You got the I mean, Henry got married. Yeah, but he was in school, so we don't really know how long that took for that to happen. That could have been a four-year process. I mean, he was gone for four years. Okay. He could have met her the first day of school, and they got married at the last day of school. So that's not really something gone. But they're, they're married instantly. And they're drawing rice, killing and, birds. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic. Why is it ironic? It's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> nice. I didn't know Atlantis was here. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was raining, and it was their wedding day. <laughs> okay. We got it. Yeah. It's like rain. No, nope. we didn't need to go that far. Okay, sorry. Sorry, listeners, uh-huh. for that. <laughs> so, uh, they're very excited for the honeymoon. They're getting driven. Uh... I'm guessing to the airport. Uh, train station. Train yes. station. Okay, yeah, I didn't actually hear that. And uh, they have like a bottle of champagne that someone sent over. Not just someone. Bert the cop. Bert the cop. I yeah. couldn't hear. I thought he said Butch the cop. See, this is like, why we need to watch Butch. the subtitles on. There's no subtitles on the digital copy. Anyway, so all of a sudden they're passing the building alone, and there's a huge crowd circling around the building, and George has to stop Mary's like, don't stop, George. But he's going to stop because that's his baby. Like, he doesn't want it to be his baby. It's like the redhead stepchild, but it's still his baby. No? Sure. It's his obligation, your way. I'll give you that much. All right, so he stops. The gate's locked. There's a huge crowd. He's like, 
What? You guys can't go in? Everyone come in with me. Well, let me sidetrack for a second. I was All confused right. at first because they were talking about there was going to be a run on the bank. And they're not a bank. They're a building and loan. Right. And they have this money that he was just flashing with her. Yeah. About how they're going to take a honeymoon with in cash. So I was like, why is he caring about what the money in the bank is going to be like? He's already got a fat wad of cash. So he wouldn't need to make the run on the bank with everybody else. But then once he no. got once he got into the door, I realized it was his place, and that the loan people were wanting their money. That was someone else that yelled at too. Someone else yelled in the street. There's a run on the bank. Yeah. It wasn't him yelling it. It wasn't them saying we got run to the bank. It was someone saying there's a run on the bank. I know, and I was saying why would he be worried? If there was a run on a bank, why would he be worried about his money that's in the bank when he has that money to go on his honeymoon already? Okay. Well, the bank will be over in the two weeks, two or three weeks that it takes them to take a honeymoon. Right. By the time they get back, everything will be settled. He yeah. doesn't need to get out of the car. That's what I was worried about. Gotcha. But then you found out it's because the bank took their money Yeah. because they had a loan with the bank, and so they were stuck without any money, and everyone wanted their money. And that was the only way they could get money was from the billing loan because the bank's on run. Yeah. But out of the generosity of his heart, old Harry Potter gives him a call. And he <laughs> says, you know what? Any of your customers can come to my bank and for 50 cents on the dollar, they'll get their money. He's going all out to help in a time of crisis, reaching out to help his fellow man. I just have to give a disclaimer to the listeners that might not tune in every week. It's not really Harry Potter. Oh, this is Harry Potter. It is an old man, old man Potter, mm-hmm. whose name is Henry Potter. Known as Harry. Not known as Harry. He is not a wizard. He is an old man who's very rich. He is a wizard. He, he's not a wizard. He's rich because Harry has all that money from Gringotts Bank. It was left to him by his father. <laughs> oh my god, you're ridiculous. This is from the 40s. Yeah. 50s, maybe. Yeah. I think 47. Uh, it's not Harry Potter. Hermione has that time twister thing. He went back in he time. He did not go back in a, time. To a point in time that he knew would be just perfect for him to live in. And so, you know, it just it all works out. <laughs> it doesn't all work out. It does. He's being really nice. He didn't have to be this nice, that's Bob. He's trying to steal everyone's money. No. He's going to then cash in their loans. And get his money back. Right. Plus the profit. Well, yeah, he's got to have something to wet his beak a little bit. <laughs> he's reaching out to help. <laughs> wet his beak. You are ridiculous. No, you're ridiculous. No, These you're people ridiculous. would have no money at all if it wasn't for Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter is a crook. So anyway, uh, they were in, it was Billy and George that heard this. And so George is like, no way, we're not going to do this. And Mr. Potter says, if you don't make it... To, to just say, if you close your doors before six, you'll never reopen. I mean, he's going to buy them out. George is like, you know what? Not going to happen. So he goes to the mob, and he's like, guys, look. Shit's happening right now. We got to get through this. I don't remember this speech. Okay, well, I don't remember his actual speech. It's very mo- motivational. And he's telling everyone, like, we're going to get through this. And people are like, well, Mr. Potter's... Offering 50 cents on the dollar. Let's go over there. And so yeah. they're all about to leave. Quote, better to get half than nothing. Yes. And then Mary goes, better to have half of it. I got $2,000 right here. 
dumbest thing you would say to a crowd full of people that want money. Yeah. I got $2,000 right here. How much do you need? <laughs> if someone said that, I'd be like, $2,000. Wow. What a jerk. <laughs> I'm just saying, if someone said that. We all know you don't have that much in the bank, though. So. I don't have that much in the bank. Yeah. That's okay, though. So we're safe. We, we are safe. So George goes, yes. He realizes the brilliance of this. He's like, you know what? Let's just everyone get what you need to get by for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Until the bank gets its stuff sorted out. Uh-huh. You know, just enough to get by. Yeah. So the first guy comes up. How much does he ask? Well, previously he was in another scene saying that he had $240 in the bank. and he won. $242. Yeah. 72 cents. Right. And so how much does he want? $242. No, you just need enough to get by. No, he needs the whole 240 jobs. What a jerk. This guy can suck a dick. They have 2,000. They can spare 242. <laughs> but not with that big a crowd. There's literally like 500 people there. No. Okay, 100 people. Maybe. Yeah, it's 100. It's about 100. Okay, you counted? I counted. I was like one, two, oh. three, four. Why'd you say 500 first then? I, I was having fun. I was exaggerating. People oh. do that. Why? Why would you lie to them? No, it's not lying. It's exaggerating. There's a difference. I don't think so. Listen, he's not a wizard. He's just Henry Potter, and people exaggerate. Nope. All right. Anyway, so he starts handing out $242. He's like, screw you. That's just a loan. Your account's still here. Next person comes up, and they're like, well, I had $187. And he's like, but how much do you need to get by? He's like, well, I guess 20 will do it. So that's very generous, right? I think so. $20 for two weeks, probably good in the 40s. Oh, yeah. So, our 30s, late 30s. I guess it's probably around the Great Depression, right? Probably. That's what probably it's what based it's making on. reference yeah. to here, yeah. Okay, so, whenever that was. 1928. No, it's, there's another one after that. The market crashed in 28. Yeah, but there's a Great Depression after that, then. This yeah. definitely passed 28. Yeah. It was in the 30s, at least. That's what I'm the Depression lasted throughout most of the 30s until we got back into World War II and all the productions went back <laughs> into the swing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then everyone starts asking for $20. Someone asked for seventeen fifty, and he kisses her on cheek. He's so happy. We cut to the next... Scene and they're celebrating as they count down five, four, three, two, one. They made just it just like that. That's good. good yeah, job. thank you. I sound just like them. Yeah, they like made you it. practiced a couple days ago. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and uh, they made it. So they're celebrating, they're acting like jackasses as they, you know, dance to the safe where they deposit how much money of that two thousand dollars? Two, two dollars. No honeymoon for George and Mary. I mean, two bucks. Maybe they can get a couple of cheeseburgers called a day with a couple of Cokes. Yeah, I would say so. Plus, he knows the guy at the pharmacy slash corner soda shop. So. Oh, maybe they can just get drugged up. Yeah. Is that what I'm, you're saying? I'm just trying to say they get reduced food, probably probably get a cheaper price. <coughs> gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's true. Mr. Gower would probably help him out. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, $2, and George is like... I got get my wife on the phone. I need to find her because I can't find her there. 
Uh, she's probably her mother's, and she's like, well, Miss, Mrs. Uh, Bailey's on the phone. He goes, I don't need Mrs. Bailey, I need Mrs. Bailey. Oh, that's my wife. So he answers the phone, and that's it, right? Yeah, we don't know what she wants. We don't know what she wants yet. She might divorce him, because they don't have any money left. That's true. She might be a gold digger. This yeah. could be the fastest marriage ever. It could be. So uh, you're still not digging. That was a great scene with the market crash. I mean, like I said, it's all right, but nothing has grabbed me. I don't, I don't see why it's a classic yet. Because <laughs> we haven't there. even gotten to the point of the movie yet. Well, it's getting there. It, it's telling the whole story of why he's in this predicament. Yeah, I'm sure that it will all mean something at the end. I'm just saying at this point, right now, going through it ten minutes at a time, it's kind of boring. I feel like maybe you should watch this before you watched it. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that now, too. Maybe Damn. we'll do that from now on. Yeah, maybe. Just so that you can get a little bit. But yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of like the surprise, too, but this isn't really a good surprise movie, I guess. Yeah, not really. Surprise, he's going to commit suicide later. For try. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Spoiler alerts! Yeah. Actually, they tell you like two minutes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to add? No. Do you have anything else to add? Okay. No, alright. So then, uh, I guess, is this our Friday podcast, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll see you on Monday. Okay. That's a wrap.